So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection, with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock, bringing your inner light to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this Tuesday edition of Everyday Connection. I'm Rico Shields, and I have here with me Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? I'm great, Rick. How are you? Okay, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm never sure what's what's coming, you know, because we did have that one time, you know. Well, to be honest with you, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're you know, funny like that around often. here. We're funny like that around here, all that truth business. Well, let, let, let's try not to dump our crap on our listeners tonight, yeah. shall we? <laughs> oh, we're going to have fun either way. All of the above. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. We have two callers on the board. Wow. That uh, has their hand up. Just to let you all know, remind you, you press one, it raises your hand, says you have a question. Uh, if you press one again, it pulls your hand down in case you might have made a mistake. Okay, so I've got questions from both, and we will get to questions later in the show with our guest. Um, We could really switch it up and just start doing the questions almost right away. Well, we could. You never know. We we don't plan these things much in advance. Never. We just see where it goes, and it always goes such interesting and wonderful places. It certainly does. Speaking of interesting and wonderful places, have you been to a little place called Inner Child? I have. Really amazing space. Really Isn't cool it? place. Yeah. Fun to play in. Fun to play in, safe to play in. Lots of loving going on. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Absolutely. If you haven't heard of them, it's Inner Child Family. It is. And they're all about celebrating that creative energy within, regardless of what it is, who you are, where you come from, what your beliefs are. They will welcome you with open arms and a big smile. And they've got some amazing things going on. So go check them out at innerchild.ning.com. Right. And innerchild, www.innerchildmagazine.com with the uh, first issue. Coming out March 1st. Right, March 1st, after we have leap day. Sleep year. We have a leap day. We get a whole extra day. We just made it up. Yay. Like the rest extra of the time. Extra day. Just, yeah, an extra day. Because February's cool. been so much fun already. We we need well, I guess, I guess, you know what we should do, though, that we don't get to do? What's we that? won't get to do again for, like, another, what, four years? Happy birthday to all the leap year babies. That's right. I actually met one online today. It's born on February 29th. And I was like, that must be cool. Birthday awesome. every four years. So happy birthday, Leaf Beer Babies. Absolutely. So we have with us tonight 
without further ado and patience testing of our guests. We always do that at the beginning of every show. Because our, we bring our guests with us when we come in the front door, and then we sit here and talk and babble. And Usually we end up with me babbling like this and Gene wondering, is he going to shut up? And, <laughs> um, See, it's not just the guests wondering if you're going to shut up. It's me too. Right? Everybody <laughs> going, hush. We have with us Ines Martins this evening, a uh, visionary, I would say. Uh, Jean and I have both experienced uh, her services, and uh, yep, yep. Gonna, we'll talk about that and, and much else. But uh, welcome, Ines. How are you? Thank you very much. Hi, this is this is Ines Martins. I'm really, really grateful to be on your radio show. And uh, I'm looking forward to playing with you. Yay! Hey, playing in the virtual sandbox, yay. Yeah, she knows us, huh? <laughs> yes, yes, there's that. There's that. Hang around so, with a bunch of um, psychics and sensitives, you know. And... Yeah, you can't really hide much. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, for anybody for anybody listening who wants to call in and talk to Inez, been there, done that, totally legit. So feel free to call in and talk to this woman because she knows what she's talking about. But in the meantime, my lady, who the hell are you and what do you do? <laughs> okay, so as I said, my name is Enos Martins and I'm what I call an Akashic visionary. The best way to describe this is that I work in the Akashic Records. Now, some of you may not be aware of what the Akashic Records are. They're the vibrational library of the soul through time and space. So any experience your soul has ever had, past, present, or future, or parallel, alternate realities, is recorded within the Akashic Records. Now, the reason why I call myself Akashic Visionary is because the most most of the work that I do within the Akashic Records is uh, catalyzed by visions, meaning I see, I mean, not just see, but my visual, my third eye capabilities are probably the strongest, along with feeling and sensing. And so I offer a couple of different services. I do a number of, well, I actually do quite a few things, but the services that I offer that are in this spectrum are the Akashic Record readings. I like to call them clearings because what I actually do is I actually do the clearing work of whatever is going on in people's lives where they feel stuck and feel the need that they want to move forward. And I offer the karmic matrix clearings, which goes more into the aspect of the karma, meaning all the accumulation of your all the different incarnations you have basically leave behind a certain type of the debris in your energy field, and the karmic matrix clearing is the release of some of that debris. So to make a long story short, I basically work in the Akashic Records, and that is who I am. So you clean out the closet. I look into the closet and I look into all the different little aspects, meaning the corners and the cobwebs. And I kind of take a broom, <laughs> if you so will, and try to clean up, yes. Yeah. 
And she does good work. All the closets and the corners and underneath the rug and I, I look everywhere. It's really it's uh it's uh best described as really looking in all the crevices and the cre the, the, the creases, the crevices, the nooks and crannies and everywhere. Uh because we tend to have in this lifetime, in this life experience we tend to have lots of experiences where we sometimes may feel as though we are experiencing the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And part, part of the reason for that is that we have certain patterns, I, I like to call them behavioral patterns, and most of the time they have their root or their cause in uh, other lifetimes, not necessarily just in this lifetime. But there are a number of different types of clearings I do. I work with, on the one side, with interpersonal clearings. That means between you and a loved one. You know, the boyfriend or the girlfriend that drives you up the wall? That would be like a good example of what it what would be interesting to go into the Akashic Records for. Have a look what it is exactly that you came into this incarnation and what your contract is, what the life lessons are, and how to complete them. And as part of that, sometimes what we can do is we can actually, once the life lessons have been completed, we can actually clear out whatever is keeping you from moving away from the relationship or moving forward, depending on the situation. Because sometimes what we do is we stay in relationships for a very long period of time that are actually detrimental and painful for us. So one of the clearings that I offer is the interpersonal, which basically takes charge of that, looks at what's going on behind the scenes. Why is person A with person B, you know, together? What is the higher reason for it? Right. So that's one type of clearing. And then obviously there are other clearings that I enjoy doing. Most people will have heard of vows of poverty or vows of celibacy or vows of servitude. Those are most, you know, the most common ones or vow of slavery. And what that usually means is that in your current life, you are experiencing what you made the vow for. So if you have, as an example, a vow of poverty going on, what will happen is that you will constantly be having difficulties accumulating any type of prosperity. And that's annoying. That can be oh, annoying. Yeah. And then there's 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 that ever famous vow of I'll never accept money for spiritual services. Oh yes. That is a very, very strong one as well, and one that I come across very, very frequently. And it actually goes hand in hand with the vow of servitude for humanity or toward humanity. Because what happens is that a lot of people who are I guess what you would call light workers, tend to give and give and give and give. And oftentimes they will have absolutely no, um, 
I don't know how I would want to describe it. They have no sense of when it's enough, when they actually need to also receive. And this can this can lead to basically burnout. It can lead to a lot of different issues when you keep giving, give, giving and giving and giving without recharging those batteries, so to speak. And specifically when it's a vow of servitude to humanity, what happens as well is that you're oftentimes you will have difficulties, as you mentioned, Rick, to actually charge money for the services that you render. That's not really fair to anybody, is it? I mean, given given the society in which we live now, people have to live. Um, so there has to be some kind of exchange. And I think people need to realize that money is just a form of energy. So yeah. really, it's just an energetic exchange. Um, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's perfectly acceptable. But it's very hard. It's very hard. It took me years and years and Rick's help and your help and many other people's assistance along the way and I'm still struggling with poverty issues um, and and it all boils down to that belief for so long that it was wrong of me to ask for money for the services that I provide I was once told and I thought this was really interesting that the best way to kind of deal with this whole issue is to also realize that you are not actually charging for your for the work that you do. You're charging for the time that you're investing. And what's interesting about this view is that it takes the pressure off. Because when you when you think of the service to humanity or service to help, you know, to help people, oftentimes you would think that this would be done, you know, purely out of your good heart, right? But the thing is, and this is the key, that if you start realizing that you are actually, you're not charging people for what exactly it is you're doing, but you are charging them for the time you are investing into them. It's it's vibrationally a little bit different, and it it helps some people. And something just just totally popped into my head sorry to interrupt but something just totally popped into my head if you really think of it in in terms of where we at um in society now there's a lot of people out there who make money to not help people and we seem to find that perfectly acceptable mm-hmm. so we'll pay people to harm us <laughs> but we aren't willing well, to pay and- them to help us and that is I mean, that's something that needs to be examined, I think, maybe a little bit with regards to that issue. Let's take the example of going to a doctor. Okay, a doctor, it doesn't matter whether alternative or, or, or conventional. You go there because you need help. And you're willing to pay for that right away, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And so it's it's a matter of thinking that just because you have a, let's say, fairly high consciousness, this should not be necessary. But that's just the way that, that, as you said, society and this world works. There has to be an exchange. Now, what I have seen some light workers do is that they, they barter with people. So that you 
basically offer your services and someone else gives you something else in return that is you know the traditional bartering yeah i personally will be honest i don't do that or very rarely once in a while i will do it 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 depends on the situation because to me it's there's a schism there's a schism between doing that and really honoring your work because what i've found is when you barter oftentimes what happens is that the so-called value if you want to look at it from that technical aspect of one of the services of the two services is is supposedly higher and so it's out of equilibrium and i've found that when you barter with people oftentimes either one of them will have uh a fair bit of resentment going on. Mm. And I know in theory we should, and I'm putting should in quotation marks, be above that. But anyway, I'm getting way off track here. The key is really that I, I, I feel that light workers do a tremendous amount of service and it is their, it is, obviously their livelihood oftentimes, meaning that that is how they generate their income and how they survive. And so having this vow in place of, you know, not wanting to accept money for the services you render is definitely a hurdle. When people have to understand it, it may well have been made in a in a time and a place where there was an energetic exchange. It was just between the people in the temple or the people in the monastery or, you know, and you got fed and clothed and whatever else. Um, So, and and there were reasons to not black market the services. I know in ancient Egypt there was always, you know, there were people paying priests under the table to get prayers written on a piece of papyrus. Because we found the surviving papyri and the letters from them, you know, dear sir, please, you know, in exchange for this, write me a prayer. Um, So there were reasons maybe at the time that made sense. Uh, That's actually a really good point. I think the, or what I've come upon, what often happens is that some of these vows that we have in place are made in a moment of desperation to guarantee survival and so it's it's basically you know when when that vow was made it was in a moment where it was really about life or death or it was about survival so you made the vow at the time or you basically i think we need to clarify a little bit also what a vow is a vow is when you when you make a statement such as I will never accept money for services. I'm just giving this as an example. And it becomes a vow when you back it up with a tremendous amount of emotion. And that's that's what basically happens. And this can happen in in, in uh, alternate realities or in past lives, whatever you want to call it, in un- other incarnations. And 
as I said, for the most part, you will find that these vows, also vows of um, slavery, etc., were made to survive, to simply guarantee the personal survival in that moment and over the course of that lifetime. It's a very good point. Many an ancient society would, in conquering a people, you know, hold you at sword point. You know, mm -hmm. be a slave or die. Pick. Pick, pick exactly. And what do you pick? You know, <laughs> that's a pretty hard decision. Well, most often we're picking that whole life thing. You know, figuring, hey, I might get out of this tomorrow, but you know, I got to say what I got to say right now to stay alive. Yes. Yes. But but you're right. It's those. I had problems with nightmares when I was a kid, and and things that were not nightmares where I was quite sure I was awake. But there were people in my bedroom that weren't in there and stuff. And and I made impassioned pleas to God to please don't ever let me dream again. And uh, mm -hmm. I still have trouble with visualization and remember recalling dreams. Uh, and that's just something I did in this lifetime as an emotional child, just because I was scared. So and it doesn't have to be, you know, that you made a priestly vow in some past life. There's plenty from this go-round. Yes, yes. I mean, that that is for sure. I mean, we have all these experiences and all these life lessons going on at the same time, and they really start out when we're very, very little children, and we take everything with us throughout time, you know, until, you know, whenever we are ready to release it. And it's interesting that you mentioned these so-called dreams, because I was, I want to say, plagued with the same experience over many, many, many years. Uh, from small childhood, I, I guess when I had my first nightmare when I was about five or so, and throughout all time i've i've had these nightmares and and or strange experiences and what i came to understand fairly recently is that some of these so-called nightmares are actually what i would now call alternate life experiences this is for me. I'm not saying that this is for everyone. And when you're going back and forth between different realities, it's it gets tricky and it's 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 hard to stay completely at ease in those moments. But having said that, all of these experiences, all these nightmares, they led with me also to the to a similar thing that I said, you know, I just, I just don't want to, I, I don't want to have dreams at night. And until recently, I had absolutely no recollection of my nightly dreams. And then I was gifted with the insight that certain stones and certain minerals can actually help you have dream recall again. And as I found out about this, what I did was I actually got one of these stones. Uh, it's One of the stones that is really great for this is called kyanite. And what I did do was for a few nights, I placed the kyanite underneath my pillow. 
and I started having dream recall again. And I thought that was just an interesting thing. So we do have opportunities sometimes to, even without any complicated procedure, to take certain things back. I want to say take certain things back. As as I said, for example, this I, I don't want to dream anymore. I don't want to have any recollection. I just want to sleep. So... Anyway, let me ask a question. Yes. I'm very curious when you do the readings, because um, I don't get I don't get to ask this question very often. Um, can you describe for us what the experience is like? Oh, interesting. Wow. Uh, all right. So this is this is a very very interesting question and one that I've not been asked before. So I'm I'm very excited here. Okay, so the way that I work in the Akashic Records and everyone's unique is that I am fully conscious, meaning that I am physically, emotionally and mentally completely present. Now, when I go into the records, for me, it is really the best way to describe this is that I I use this entry request or a little prayer, and then I have, I visualize in front of me elevator doors, and I ask them to open up, and then I step into the elevator, and then I take the elevator up until I'm in the Akashic records have them open up, and then I step out. Now, this is where everything is sort of different depending on whom I work with. So in some instances, I may feel just a wide open space. And the feelings that I experience are I I get access to the to the energy of that person, of the person I'm working with. So if that person has a very bubbly or joyful energy, I automatically start laughing. I have one client that I absolutely adore. Every time, without fail, that I go into her records, I start, and I'm in her records, I start laughing. Because it feels as though there are all these energy bubbles and spirits and and uh, fairies and all these beings dancing around me. And it's just such a joyful experience. Now, when you work with someone who has perhaps a little bit of a heavier energy, you may experience just a calmness. Very calm, very tranquil, very just very tranquil feeling. So it's very dependent on the person's energy field, what exactly I experience. And then when I'm in, and you know, I usually start out uh, either by saying what I feel or what I see, what I see usually, I, get, I start getting images right away. And these images are not physical images, they're third eye images. So I will see 
whatever's going on. For example, one other client that I had, she was a little bit nervous when she called initially, and she had everywhere around her, I could just see question marks. So it's very unique, and it's, but it's fun. And the, the feeling is just usually one of calmness and tranquility. Uh, plus then mixed in whatever is most present within that person. And usually it will be a reflection of the, of the client's personality. Does that answer the question? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Very interesting. So mm-hmm. it is a um uh I wanna we we do have uh, four callers on the board. Um we one one Skype caller who uh does not have their hand up but it's sometimes hard. I, I don't know how to hit one and raise my hand from Skype, so uh you know, before we take a break and then come back and maybe take some, some questions. Uh, actual readings are individual, and they are somewhat lengthy because there is a process to open the records and close the records. So um, I, I, I suppose I'm asking what kind of questions that you'd be comfortable with. Um, uh, you you know. know what? Let's go with the flow. Okay. Whatever whatever comes up, we'll we'll work with, and we'll we'll see what happens. If I can't answer it because of the space I'm in, or because it's not appropriate right now to answer that question, we will just openly say that. I would say. Okay. Uh, I like you know. I feel that honesty is really the best way to go. But what I do want to say before we go to break is that I am running a special at the moment, a radio special. So I, I'm. Um, if you go onto my website, which is www.visionarylifeconsultant.com, I have, on the one hand, I have the Akashic Record clearings and intuitive readings, and it's discounted to $125 an hour. And I offer as well the Karmic Matrix clearing. For that, you do need me to give your okay because I need to check with your team whether you are ready for it. And that is at $150 instead of 195 an hour. So anyway, that I just wanted to absolutely. let you know. Absolutely. Yeah, That's absolutely. Great. That's awesome. And um, because uh, sometimes folks come on and they get the answer to a question and they, wow, they really make that connection and uh, uh, want to move forward with it. So that's fantastic. So, what do you think, Jean? Take a break and see what. Uh, yeah, quick, uh, quick little musical. See what everybody uh, would like to hear about. And um, <laughs> then we'll talk to we'll talk a to musical. Some what do it again? Woohoo! Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> wow, that's cool. See, we don't need sound effects clips. We got them. We got them. <laughs> um. Well, let's see here. Some. Uh, if we're gonna do that sort of thing, should we have maybe something? Chill some uh, David. 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 Sora? David. Reading your mind? Yes. Ah, okay. So we've got Urban Mist for three and a half minutes or Wanderlust for three minutes. So, oh, Wanderlust. Wanderlust. Uh, I, how <laughs> could I have guessed? <laughs> All right, folks. This is David Swarup uh, with Wanderlust. I'll put a link to his website when we uh, get back. Stay with us.
Hi there. <laughs> you got to love it when that happens. It's uh, too funny. <laughs> All right. So are we ready to take questions then? Yes. I think so. Now that we left them all hanging. Now that we left them all hanging, thinking that it was over and they missed the party. Where'd they go? It wasn't very long. Where'd they go? (laughs) Okay, it was was an eternity. Gotta love that. You're on the air. Any silence is an eternity, man. (laughs) I'm telling you what. Okay, so who wants to go first? Okay, so we have... we have area code 780. Area code 780, you're on the air. Tell us your name and your question. Yes, my name is Jay. I'm calling from uh, Canada. Hey, Hi, Jay. Jay. Oh, another Canadian. Hey, nice. Hey, Jean, <laughs> Rick, and I guess it's a very interesting topic you're talking about tonight. Um, my question is, is there a difference between past lives and Akashic Records, or are they the same? Okay, so that's an actually a good question. The Akashic Records are a library, a vibrational library, so an energetic library, meaning that it's where everything is recorded that a specific person's soul has uh, everything that a specific, sorry, everything that a specific person's soul has experienced through time and space, including past lives or alternate realities or present lives, is recorded in it. So the Akashic the, the past lives are basically one aspect of the Akashic Records. Now what's interesting to note is that the Akashic Records is something that not just the each person has. Every animal has one, and additionally, every town, every city, every country, and what I've recently found, also every business also has an Akashic Records. Hmm. Does that answer your question? That's interesting. Um, and how does it, if it, if it's part of the past lives, how does it affect the, the present moment? How does Akashic Records those Akashic Records are within ourselves, and do they affect the present moment, too? Yes. Yes, they are within ourselves. They are on... Um, it depends who you, whom you will ask, but my understanding is that the Akashic Records are on the... I believe it's the sixth layer of the human of, of the human body, so to speak. That would be the Catheric template body. And... Okay. This is a t- it's a very technical term, but what it does mean is that they are within each of us. Yes, and when we ask or when we when we connect into them, we are connecting into unlimited or infinite knowledge. Those are that's those are the words I'm hearing right now. The way I'm being being shown it, it's really infinite knowledge on anything and anyone. Now, there are certain limitations as to what we can access because sometimes a specific question that you may ask may not be for your highest good that you receive the answer at this present time. But I'm missing one part of your question. What was the the second part of your question? Um, 
Uh, I think that's that's I think that's a question. Why is this wonder if how it affects our, our present Oh, how it affects. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. So how does it affect your current life? Now, if you see the the human body as an energy field rather than the mm. physical body, mm. what happens is that these past life issues or whatever else you want to call them, they are it within your energy field. And if you have certain experiences in your current life, you may be triggered. And when you get triggered, that memory, that memory within your unconscious or within your energy field, which may be unconscious, becomes triggered. And it becomes, again, an active part within your energy field. And it is like a ripple effect. So if, for example, in a past life, as just as an example, you made a vow that um, a vow to poverty or for part of poverty. What will happen is that the first time that in this current life you have an experience about money that is negative, that vow or that that memory will be activated. And what will, what it will do is it will send ripple effects into your current life and will keep having you experience the same thing over and over again. Okay. Okay. Then that would be called karma, though, wouldn't it? Well, karma <laughs> is yes, yes, and no. Uh, karma is is obviously you know the accumulation of all the of everything that happens within your incarnations, the incarnations of the soul. So yes, partially that is karma, but mm, karma is something that is m- more about what I like to call balance. Mm-hmm. So if, if for example, you did something to someone in a, in a specific life, then in another life that there's a debt basically. In that in the the next incarnation there's a debt, and that that debt needs to be equalized, and that's what karma is about. The the concept of what goes around comes around is the Western concept, and it's correct. However, it's really across all incarnations. And so, yes, it is partially karma, but karma is, to me, something that is even a little bit more complex in that it really doesn't look at one specific life or one specific vow or contract or agreement, but rather looks at all the karm- karmic entanglements. I, you know, when I do the karmic matrix clearing, I actually look at the entanglements that we have, meaning negative karmic ties, which have become obsolete and which no longer serve you or your highest good. And when I look at that, I look at karmic relationships and I look at uh, karmic belief systems and truths and patterns, etc. And yes, it is similar in many ways, but there is vibrationally a very slight difference in the way that I pursue the two of the clearing versus the karmic matrix clearing. Interesting. Interesting. And it is 
it you know, always, always always wonders, you know, when we make these uh, leap to the spiritual side and the Pandora's box that we open a eh, of karmic stuff and Akashic <laughs> records and all that other stuff, and then you know, it just uh, I don't know if it never stops or just I don't know gets most of it out of the way and start living your life. I mean, you know, that's how I'm looking at it too. But I, you know, I'm I'm a little bit hesitant with with the and then you live your life because I feel that we live our life from day to day. We experience, we have these life experiences, and yes, there's obviously you know a fair bit of what I like to call junk floating around in our life, but that's just. You know, part of why we're here is to have that expansion, to have that growth, to have that amazing ability to to grow spiritually, emotionally. And to me, being in your power, stepping into your power, being in the moment, living in the now, experiencing love, being compassionate. Those are all things that are basically part of most people's life lessons. And if we wouldn't have all these experiences, our life would not be rich. It would be boring. And I feel that the richness that that this brings into our life is just so worthwhile. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. <laughs> I, I mean, I understand that sometimes it's frustrating, you know. You, you, you've cleared what I like to call the living daylights out of something, or you think you have, and then something crops up and it's very similar. And you say, but haven't I done this yet? Yeah. But if that happens, so what, when that happens, what's helpful is to ask, you know, what is the life lesson that's in here? What is, what have I missed so far about the life lesson? Why is this coming up over and over again? There must be a reason. And as you come closer to that reason, as you clear more and more, you're living more and more in the present moment rather than in the past or in the future. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> That's all I can say for the Kashuk records. So, I, I, I just, uh, I, can I ask one more question? Maybe is that okay? I tell you what, I've got not. I've got two other callers on the line. If you want to just go ahead and, and and hang on the line, Jay, I'll come right back to you at, at, for clarification. But sometimes too, the other folks' questions will dovetail right in, and it'll get you get you covered. But uh, I'd like okay. to give them a chance, but then we'll rotate around back to you. If not, thank you very much for the conversation. It was great talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, thanks for calling okay. in with insightful questions. Welcome. Okay, so caller in area code 323. Area code 323, you're on the air. Tell us your name and your question. Hi, uh, my name is Kahira, and I wanted to know, can I ask a question about my Akashic record? Um, go ahead. We can have a look whether I can get, get you any information right now. I'll be honest. Generally, questions about your specific Akashic records will require me going into your records, physically going into your records. But let's have a look. Ask your question, and then we'll go from there. Oh, okay. Well, I was wondering if you 
if you could see anything regarding like my life purpose and or romance. Okay, romance. I'm gonna say That's no. Relevant uh, for me. Oh, oh, okay. So let's let's have a look here. Um, All right, so the image I'm getting right away is that you have been studying a lot. I'm seeing books that says to me that you are you have been um, really soul searching, really searching, really studying various various different uh, um, teachers. Is that correct? Um, to a degree. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it is to a degree. I mean, I, I I am in the process of just trying to figure things out, but I haven't really done anything in terms of religion. I don't know if that's the direction you were going. No, 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 no. I'm not looking for at, at religion. I'm looking at basically okay. um, more the knowledge, meaning you've okay. been gathering piece, bits and pieces of knowledge everywhere, trying to expand and grow from that. But it sort of feels like as I'm, as I'm tapping into you, it feels like um, you're a little bit at a loss as to where exactly you want to go with this, correct? Yeah, that's that's point. Yeah, that's on point. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, all right. And um, part of that is uh, what I'm sensing is that there is actually an, uh, quite a degree of frustration almost around it because um, it's like the, the words I'm hearing and I'm, what, I'm, what I'm hearing is why isn't it clear yet? Telling me that there's a, uh, a, um, a partially at least some impatience there. Now, uh, impatience is something that I'm very fam- familiar with in my own life. <laughs> so take heart. That's nothing, nothing bad. Um, what I am getting for you is really it's right now is the time for you to learn more about yourself. It's less about what it is that you want to do in the long run. It's more about finding your joy right now, finding your joy, finding things that bring you joy, uh, laughter, anything where you can go out and have a good time. That's really where your focus um, is, is, um, would be best it would be best to have your focus toward that rather than trying to find out, you know, the the essence being what the heck am I supposed to do with my life? Because that's that's where you, where where it feels like you're at right now. And one of the things one of the things that happens mo- most often is that we sort of block ourselves by being impatient and by saying, you know, I should be much further than I am. Those those are basically all thought processes that we all have. And, you know, they, they do serve their purpose sometimes, but it is much more beneficial for you to just have fun. And what I'm hearing is part of that would be also to take a class or two uh, on something that would be int- that you feel a draw to um i'm hearing and seeing that you do have uh, a couple of angels around you that says to me that you have 
healing abilities within you, if that is something that you care for. Um, now, even as I'm saying the word, I, I see you energetically shrinking back. Okay? So that says to me that that may not be yet re You may not quite be ready for that yet. But perhaps just finding also like-minded people. Uh, you're at a place in your life where you have lots of different options. I am not sensing any specific life purpose, um, meaning that you have already a predetermined path at this point in time. I feel like you have many, many different options available to you at this time. Okay. Does that make sense Thank to you? Yes, it does. That was that was helpful. That that's very true. I'm just really kind of frustrated and impatient, but, but, but um, but that was helpful. I'll tell you one thing. The frustration is not simply just because you're not sure where where um, where you're going. Your frustration has other roots as well, um, and, and that's something just. Uh, just as a side note, something that in a uh, when we would go into your Akashic records, really go into it, we can have a look at why, where the origin of the frustration is, because that frustration has origins in other lifetimes as well. I can feel, I, I can feel that right now. Mm, okay. Uh, that doesn't say that it is necessary to address this. But it sometimes is helpful so that you can have more of a, you know, that 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 you can get inspired. Because what I'm hearing, what what is really necessary for you is to feel inspired in your life again, like inspiration, make experience things that make you want to ride the wave. Mm -hmm. rather than just looking right within yourself or right around yourself. It's not within. You're looking around yourself and saying, well, th this is not as I want it. This is not as I want it. This is not what, as I want it. And I understand that because we all have those times in our lives where where we feel that way. But what's important for you and this is also then in respect to the romance aspect of things, is that when you begin to decide that you are happy, irrespective of the outside circumstances, and that you are joyful and positive and have fun, irrespective of what's going on around you, that is when you will make that leap into the areas where you want to go. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, thank you so much. I need that. I really appreciate your help. You are most welcome. I wish you all the best. Thank you. And um, for for you and for everybody that's uh, listening tonight, uh, if you're looking for like minds, just type inner child dot ning n i n g dot com into your uh, browser, and you will find the inner child family, and they have wonderful things going on and uh, exciting stuff going on that uh, uh, I think that everyone would enjoy and benefit from. All right, caller from area code five one three. Caller from five one three, you're on the air. Tell us your name and your question. 
Uh, hi, Inez. My name is Patty, and I'm from Ohio. Hello, Patty. Hi. Um, <laughs> there's so many things I want to say, but I'll try and keep it short. Um, <laughs> I've had a lot, a lot of recollections about my past lives coming to me, and I'm wondering if you come across um, clients who um, have had lives elsewhere other than Earth, and also from yes. Atlantis. Because yes. I feel both of those, for me, very strongly. And I feel like my life in Atlantis is kind is coming up right now for some reason. Mm-hmm. And um, I, if you could maybe take a look at it, if, if possible. Okay, so yes, um, recollections from other lifetimes and even other dimensions and other experiences you know, dimensions, galaxies, whatever you want to call yes. it, that is all legitimate, and yes, that does exist. I have come across people who have that. It's um, usually a huge gift in that part of the reason why you are remembering that is that there are gifts that you had in those lifetimes that want to be activated in this lifetime. Okay. okay? So that's usually the reason why it will come up. And um, now Atlantis um, is is obviously very, very magical. I mean, to me, this is just personal opinion, it's obviously very a very magical time. And, um, you know, especially if you were at that time a high priestess or, uh, or high priest or had some other significant life, that life experience, that had a strong spiritual impact on you, it will sometimes come up in this lifetime. And mm-hmm. it's good when that happens and these memories are mm, fascinating. And I'm feeling from you that there's a fascination and that it's that those are positive memories. I'm not getting that it's um, that they're frightening memories, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay, good. Although okay. I think I was there at the end and I knew it was gonna You you knew uh, it was going to end. That which is which is fine. But uh, but it's it's not having a negative impact on you having these recollections, correct? It's having no. a positive impact. Yes, yes. Yes, exactly. I feel like so, a, I feel a sense of completion kind of. Like yes. all of my lifetimes are kind of it's all coming to a close, I guess. It, or yes. a chapter or something like that. <laughs> yes, and it, it feels kind of hard to explain. <laughs> no, no, but I, I understand. It feels, it feels good. It feels solid. It feels like your your entire energy field to me is very. Um, I want to say warm and welcoming. And it's it feels to me like you've. You know you're you're at ease with who you are, and you're become or you're coming into being at ease with who you are, and I yeah. feel that these recollections of especially of Atlantis and other important lifetimes are important for you because they will give you insight as to what it is that you are here to do what it is that you are meant to be doing. And I can feel that you are already pretty far down the spiritual path. I can feel that the the image I'm getting is um, 
uh, I guess the equivalent of a yellow brick road or a you know a, a, um, a path of light, and it, it that says to me that you are on the right path. So it's just a matter of putting these little bits and pieces together, yeah. and and then finding and understanding and becoming clear about what it is that is your calling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do feel that you do have a calling in this lifetime uh, to help. And um, I know the word enlighten is very much overused. However, I'm hearing this word, and so I'm going to use it. You are here to enlighten others and to help others on their path. And I feel that you are, you have begun the process, correct? Yes, I'm trying. I mean, I, I do feel like I was sent here for to help in some way. Yes, what you, you exactly? Are. Exact way? I'm not sure, and maybe it doesn't quite matter the exact. No, it 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 really doesn't matter because as you follow through um, on what brings you joy, and I'm feeling that you're a person um, that is very in tune. So when when things come up and they fascinate you. You don't procrastinate. Mm-hmm. You simply go for it, and you you um, l- look at it and say, "Okay, so this is fun. I want to do what's fun." Um, I'm feeling less of you know your energy is pretty light. I'm not feeling that it is uh, overly dense, and that says to me that that as you said yourself that you have experienced many lifetimes, but also in other areas and in other dimensions and in other galaxies and in other, um, you know, uh, uh, star systems. And uh, that brings me basically to to the word um, that's coming up for you, um, which might have, you know, might feel right. It may not feel right. Starseed. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> I, I try to be careful because sometimes it triggers people when you say that. <laughs> no, I've, I've I've come to that realization. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. So so it's for you. It's probably most helpful to to connect with other star seeds, and uh, and just simply follow what brings you your highest joy. Yes. Yes. I am trying to do that. And it's funny, uh, you mentioned vows um, on the show, and I instantly thought of um, the bodhisattva vow in Buddhism. Yeah. Um, it's bas- yeah, basically kind of delaying your uh, enlightenment or nirvana in order to help everyone else. Yes. Okay, that is very that interesting. interesting. <laughs> I think I yes, have, may, may have taken that. <laughs> Yes, I believe you have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which is, yeah. This, this, this again shows how in tune you are. Um, mm. In that you are able to detect your own vows um, and detect what it is. You know that 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 information flows freely. Is first of all a huge gift, and it's a huge blessing. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And so this is this is very this is very very interesting. And but I feel for you that this current lifetime is <laughs> they're using a funny word. Um, they're using the word a bonus. 
Um, <laughs> bonus. <laughs> I feel like that it's all the time. It's <laughs> really, this is very cool. Uh, in <laughs> that, it says to me that it's it's a it's something positive. It's something that is a plus and that is a bonus for you. That you you had the the choice and you decided, heck yeah, I want to go back. I want to have fun. I want to I want to help people. Um, so this is. You have a lot of potential, huge amount okay. of potential. Because actually, sometimes I felt like I, I came back kicking and screaming, kind of. So that's good. I, I guess I, I must have like you know temporary temporary amnesia. Yeah, that's that's basically what what happens to a lot of us that we have that temporary amnesia. But I'm feeling that you really are at a point where. You know, you have a smorgasbord, and you can just choose and pick where you want to go. Okay. Um, and you have a lot of potential, and I'm really going to strongly suggest that you acknowledge all of that potential and that you really go with the flow and find out what it is that makes your heart sing. Okay. Well, one last thing is that I, I definitely feel I've always been drawn to India and I do have a guru in this life, and I feel she has been my guru in the in past lives, or I know knew her in past lives, and I definitely feel like I have to go back. That's that's what I'm really feeling. That I have to go back to India. There's something there. Yes, India definitely has a strong pull for you. Um, interestingly enough, I'm hearing and seeing Ganesh. Hmm. Uh, and I'm, but I'm feeling that one of the things that might be a little bit of a um, obstacle is too harsh a word. Uh, one of the things that you are here to work on is to acknowledge and see that you are the guru yourself. Okay, mm-hmm. um, y- y- you have everything within you. Now, yes, in yeah. the great for you. I I I see that and I understand that, but it really is in a sense that you are you are all that is, meaning that you have all the power within you and mm-hmm. you are equal. Begin to see yourself as an equal. Okay. Rather than yeah. a than a student, okay? So I'm, uh, that's that's the, the bit of information that is key for you. Uh, not to see yourself as the student, but to see yourself as the master. That's the... Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, see, yeah, interesting. That's, that's a bit yeah. of a... Yeah, I think that's a yeah, bit of a, a struggle for me. Yeah. I felt your energy dip. It was like right away, it went down. Um, <laughs> that is your That is your life lesson, one of your life lessons right there. Seeing that you are the master, and that you okay. are not the student anymore. And stepping into that power. Because, boy, you have a lot to share with the world. Okay. I get all, right. all I can You go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. This has really been, been so, uh, you know, oh, I shouldn't use that word. <laughs> Enlightening. Enlightening. Uh-oh. Here we go. <laughs> I, I would mention I don't know if you're in the chat room where you can see uh, things that we're putting in the chat room. Uh, I don't mention it often here on the show, uh, but I am an admin on a Starseed site. Oh, nice! Uh, 
The site is at starseed411.org. Oh, great. I think I've heard of that. And um, we try to maintain a safe and comfy space. We don't play in the conspiracy stuff. And they're yeah, there. no, there's no stuff. icky, no icky over there. No beard. Yeah, we try to keep the fear, you know. <laughs> oh, great! I'll that, that somewhere else. And yeah, uh, but there's some great folks and 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 really great uh, resources and libraries and and groups with lots of videos and and articles in them. So. Um, Along oh, that same, yeah. you know, seeking out like-minded individuals, saying if you would like to to uh, come have a look, see, uh, absolutely, we'd love yeah, to have, uh, and uh, and bless you for such uh, insightful questions. Yes, this has been really, really insightful, really wonderful, very much a coincidence. I think that I got to talk to you tonight. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, an incidence that was co. It happened at the same place, same time at two different places. Very good. Otherwise, right, coincidence. Well, I don't much. I don't much hold sway with. But oh, okay. <laughs> we don't want to get Jean started. About synchronicities. Synchronicities. Yeah, that's. What <laughs> I'm we not going to get started. Did anybody? Maybe notice? that's the better she word. Said, she said "guru" many times, and I never said a word. Yeah, we talked about it. <laughs> and it called called me out on it. Um, well, I definitely feel but, like that's stemming. It's stemming from past life, not so much in this life. Yeah. Anyway, bless your heart, and uh, thanks so much for coming by. If you go to yes, India, to be with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fascinating place. It's not the easiest place, but it's it's definitely a trip you'll never forget. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> thanks again. And All right, you too. Until the end of the show, there's more uh, light to come. Sure. Thank you, and all the best for you. Okay, and I had one question out of the chat room, probably a uh, good raise question. Um, and that is uh, a question for you, Inez. Of um, did you hesitate uh, in answering uh, the call of source, so to be speak, or the call of your purpose, so hmm. to speak? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, I'll be honest. At times, yes. Um, it, it fluctuates. It's not always easy because, you know, when you when you hear your calling um, and you follow through on it, there's obviously the human part of me that at times said, is this real? Am I imagining things? Am I going crazy? Do I really want to do this? Do I really want the responsibility? So these are all human emotions and human experiences and so yes there was hesitancy i mean i when i actually started doing akashic record readings and um intuitive readings and all of these things i found a lot of joy within them i really did and that helped a tremendous amount but at the same time, this self-doubt and self-questioning, it does, you know, it does impact you. And I remember very vividly how a number of years ago, I, um, I wasn't on this path at all. And for some reason or another, I decided to have a reading, first time in my life ever, with a medicine woman and I spoke to her on the phone and she said to me make the agreement today that you will trust 
that you will trust what you hear no matter what. That you will trust, that you will trust, that you will trust. And, you know, I was on the phone with her and I, I thought, oh my gosh, I mean, you know, for a moment there was the whole, have I landed in a loony bin <laughs> part? But then I, then I, you know, she she'd given me a lot of insight as to what would happen over the course of the next few months. And as these things started coming up, I said, "Oh wow, she said this was going to happen, and it is happening." And within that, I found more of my own comfort zone. But so hesitancy is maybe the wrong word. Sometimes I think it is more of a self doubt that we have. And I feel that it is, you know, imperative that when we do have that self-doubt, that we acknowledge it and say, yes, I see you. However, then tune into ourselves. And really, that's the biggest key in, in all of this work is to stop the mind chatter. And as you stop the mind chatter, it becomes much easier to hear your inner voice. And when you hear your inner voice, it is much easier to follow through on whatever your calling is. And as you begin to follow through on your calling, you will find lots of or you will experience lots of synchronicities along the way. And people come all of a sudden out of nowhere to help you. And all of these things happen and they make you realize that, yes, you are on the right track. And the more you trust yourself and the more you trust what is coming to you, the more at ease you are about your calling. So I hope that answers your question. It not only answers the question, but it also gives me a perfect audio bit to make a video. <laughs> Well, that's wonderful. It really perfect. was. That was perfect. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking to myself, while you were saying it, I was thinking, we're going to have more guests like Inez. We just kind of sit back, put ourselves on mute, and let it go. <laughs> Occasionally pop in and say, area code 323, you're on the air. We could actually swing in another show if we had yeah. guests like Inez all the time, because we yeah. wouldn't have to do anything. No. <laughs> just show up. Yeah. Hey. Uh, all right. Well, let's take a quick break, and okay. um, when we come back, we want to cover where they can find you on the web, and uh, maybe briefly touch on some of the other things that you do besides the Akashic Records. Okay. Uh, something with animals and yes. dogs and companion animals that are near and dear to my heart. Which we're uh, going to book her in to do another show about. A whole other show. It is a whole other show. But yeah, we're gonna it is a whole other show. So we're going to mention it, and then it. we're going to book a new date to bring her back to do a show about her her animal Oh, that is connection. great. And, oh, and, I love yeah. that. And animal <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> animal stuff will be fun because you can make such great video because there's such cool videos of animals. And they're so pretty. Oh, yeah? they are. Yes. 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 Okay. All right. So let's have some... Uh, well, let's see. Should we play um, Jordan uh, about letting go of the limitations, or should we play Maria since she's coming next week? What's up to you? Uh, play limitations. All right. So this is Jordan Okrand. The song Hi. is called Limitations, and 
You know how much we love limitations around here. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. Okay. Wrong show. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back in about four and a half minutes. Please stay with us, folks.
Welcome back, folks. That was Jordan Okrand with Limitations. Uh, you can find him at www.jordanokrand.com. Check him out. New EP that's out is wonderful. You need a copy. Absolutely. Or you can be like the folks in Canada that there. bought 500. There's, yeah, isn't that cool? Um, <laughs> there's not one song on that on that EP that I don't love. Like, it's just... Brilliant. Brilliant. And that's often hard to do these days. No no one hit wonder here, folks. This guy is good. Mm-hmm. And he's so young. So much more to come. I love it. So speaking of good and more to come, where can they find you, sister? you got to tell them. Okay, and so... What's this animal thing that we're okay. going to talk about on another show? Okay, so I... Um, Let's first talk a little bit about what it is that I do offer. So I offer the clearings in the Akashic Records, the Karmic Matrix clearings, which is also via the Akashic Records. I offer intuitive readings. And then one of my real little um, things that I have a lot of fun with is I do animal communication. And I do this on a number of different levels. Some of these levels may be a little bit unusual uh, because I will not just speak to or communicate, open up a two-way communication street with a a companion, meaning a cat, a dog, a horse. Um, You know, any any type of companion is perfect for this. But what I will also do is I will sometimes look at the contracts that are in place. So between us and our our animals, we will often have contracts, uh, which we can look at through the Akashic Records or we can look at them just straight. So when you have a dog that or a cat that exhibits a certain behavior, it's kind of interesting to understand the reason behind it. And most often there is a contract in place. Let me give you a quick example. For example, I have a dog named Sasha. She's a beautiful golden retriever. And her contract is to, with me is to keep me out of negative energy. So that translates to us being in the park. And if I have a conversation with someone and she is not happy with the way the conversation is going, meaning that she feels that my energy is dipping or that, you know, there's a little bit of friction going on, Sasha will run off and will make sure that I have to run after her. And part of that is so that I get disconnected from that energy. And anyway, what I want to get at is that part of the animal communication I do is that I do offer to look at these types of contracts, but at the same time, I also enjoy just simply, you know, finding out what it is that they enjoy doing, uh, little stories, uh, little habits and quirks, etc. So that's uh, that's something that I offer as well. 
And all of this information you can find on my website, which is www.visionarylifeconsultant.com. You can book sessions directly on the page. There's a schedule an appointment button, and that will take you to my schedule. And as I mentioned in the beginning, I do have a special running at $125 for the intuitive, the Akashic clearings, the um, the let's see, the animal communications and the karmic matrix clearing is at 150 an hour, and it says radio special. So, yeah, so that's that's basically what I do. And I do want to also mention that I did publish a couple of years ago a an audiobook CD called Your Soul's Truth, A First Look into Your Akashic Records, which teaches everyday people how to access their own Akashic records. Wow, that's really cool. It's very you. cool. To be able to <laughs> access your own Akashic records, that'd be um that'd be quite something. And I also um, I, I also started uh, making some YouTube videos recently, and the yes. latest one that I that I um, uh, brought out was um, on how to access. It's actually a tutorial on how to access your Akashic records just for self-healing and balancing. So it's not to obtain information, but to have that self-healing and to just sit in the energies and just allow them to flow through you, which is really very, very relaxing. And it brings you into a deep meditative state without actually having to work for it. Well, that's always cool. Yes. Lots of light workers I know that have difficulty on the meditation thing. Yes. Jean oh, meditates yeah. ten times a day. <laughs> yeah. Oh not yeah, so me much. neither. Um, well, I. Okay, if you count my writing and my um, painting, which I do count as meditation, and walking and. Walking. And my walking, then yeah, you could count. It, that I do meditate about ten times a day, but I really don't ever sit in that quiet space unless I'm speaking to Inez. And speaking of Inez, and speaking, speaking of to speaking to speaking Inez, um, I highly recommend her, guys, because um, this is the one time that I actually did do research. <laughs> <laughs> Checked out this chick and said, "All right, let's see if she's legit," because I'm not bringing a reader on here. I don't trust. Um, and you know what? She's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, and I did, like I said, I'd highly recommend it. It's it's an hour or two well spent. Trust me on that when I say it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would highly recommend it as well. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, both of you. <laughs> it's, um, it's the real deal, folks. And um, some people wonder, you know, gosh, is it the real deal? Is it What is it? It is the real deal. Yeah, totally uh, blew my mind. But and um, so that's always cool to find. And yeah. uh, um, Janet over there with the EverydayConnection.me/slash Get Involved/slash the EC Store. <laughs> Is that a hint, Janet? Plugging our stuff. A, a hint from our chat room that we should be promoting um, promoting our our movie and our stuff. <laughs> just briefly, just briefly. Uh, <laughs> Goodness gracious, Bill! We're gonna have to get her working for us too. I <laughs> see how well she's, she's good. Doing She's awesome, eh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
really um, good. So, so for anyone asking what this is all about, that would be the Changemakers movie, which is Changemakers: The Revolution. Oh goodness, what happened there? The Revolution Solution, <laughs> which yeah. is uh, a, a collection of vignettes about eco-sustainable living, and the idea is to bring the fun and the sexiness back into this idea of living in tune with Mother Nature as opposed to abusing her. And we want to show through these amazing individuals and organizations and the film that sacrifices do not necessarily have to be made with regards to our comfort level and all the perks that we've grown accustomed to living with in order for us to give back to the land on which we live. Uh, We found some incredible people. We are going to go visit them in their different countries all around the globe. We're going to talk to them on their home turf. We're going to get the inside scoop on how it all started and um, where they're going with their work. And we're going to share it with people, and hopefully it will inspire people to get off the, it's too overwhelming and scary, and we'll never be able to fix it. It's horrible, bandwagon. Nobody's doing anything. Get off that bandwagon. Get Get on to the... The world's a really cool place. There's a lot of good people in it. They're doing a lot of good work, and we should be just, instead of focusing on the wrongs, start focusing on uplifting the ones who are doing the good stuff and supporting them. That's where our our energy should be going. Many of these eco-sustainable groups that we'll go visit have Wi-Fi. Yes, they're living in harmony with the Earth, but they still have Internet access. There's no reason you've got to do without um, you know, so can you go to the rainforest and live in the treetops and have Wi-Fi and stainless steel appliances? Well, these <laughs> folks zip are. Zip line to your neighbor's house? Absolutely. You zip can. line to your neighbor's, have a cup of coffee? Talk to yeah. them. I have talked to them, and they do have all the, all the modern-day amenities, plus all this amazing extra time and this sense of peace because, they're not living in an overwhelming and cold environment. They're living in a warm, living, um, dynamic, aesthetically pleasing environment. And so their sense of self and their sense of well-being is, is just such a blessing just to be around. So it's it's going to be so much fun. I'm just Oh, it's going to be a blast and 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 I'm just so excited about people hearing about the these ways that you can because many of these projects are going to contain within them ways that you concrete steps that you can take right now today wherever you are, whatever your situation, um to regenerate that connection. Um Dr. Walls talks about we've lost all the the wisdom of native eating, indigenous eating, paleo eating, the wisdom's all still there. You just got to reconnect with it. That's all. And, uh, and and as one who's learning to follow the Dr. Wall's diet, you're not losing anything in doing this. Trust me, the um, benefits so far outweigh any sense of loss that you have with giving up certain foods that might not necessarily be in keeping with your your sense of well-being. So um, it's, wow, you know, but we need you guys. 
as much as we 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 love the show and we would do it if nobody was listening because it's fun we do have people listening and so we're going to ask you to please visit the changemakers website at www.changemakersthemovie.me and also to visit the GoFundMe account at Indiegogo, and that's www.gofundme.com. No, no. No? No. What? We've oh, updated. Indie- we've changed. Oh, it's now it's, Indie- it's Indie- Indiegogo. Go-Go. That's right. It's Indiegogo. Sorry, www.indiegogo.com backslash changemakers, the movie. And, of course, the links will be on our website, which is www.everydayconnection.me. And, you know, if you can't if you can't financially support us, that's cool. Pass the information on. You know, that's, that's the big thing for us, is to, to talk about the movie, get the public excited about it. No, no. No excuses required for you, Janet. <laughs> Sorry. Um because that that the other site, the GoFundMe site, is still working, but that's the site we put up during development uh, when we were focused on some uh, small steps along the way, and um, uh, hopefully, when our uh, fiscal sponsorship comes through, it'll be with San Francisco Film Society. They work together with Indiegogo, and uh, so that's why we've one reason we've moved, and also because Bill said, "Wow, you don't have PayPal on your giving thing. I hate that." <laughs> And so now we do. So, we do, yeah. absolutely. And we also yeah. have, of course, the EC store, which is what started this whole conversation. Right. Um, and that, if you go to our website, you can find the link to that under the tab Get Involved. Get Involved. And you can buy some really funky swag at the EC store cool with original swag. art by our photographer, our um, movie Film photographer by our producer too, and by our producer as well. Yeah, which would so be you. That would be me. <laughs> and uh, and you can also get some stuff with some Changemakers logo on it. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, and you can and they're all join us in coffee that we always talk about on every show. Uh, they're all environmentally friendly products. Yeah, we try. Yeah. Uh, organic cotton, uh, you know, sustainably sourced uh, as as much as we possibly can, and. Uh, None of these BPA chemicals and hoo-hahs. That just, what is all that about, anyway? I don't know. Better living through chemistry. Not so much. Um, <laughs> anyway, thanks so much for staying with us, folks. Uh, I know we pushed over a moment or two, but we're just really excited about this project, and I think if you take a look at it, you'll get excited, too. Come play with us. It's lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Yay, and, uh, play! We'll be back Thursday with Mitch Schultz, the uh, director of DMT, the spirit molecule. We're going to see what's up with all that. Now, if you're looking for the show that's going to mess with your mind... That would be it. That would be the one. That so would y'all be the one. need to show up for this. This guy, you're going to want to ask this guy questions. I'm going to want to ask this guy questions. If you may have heard people <laughs> talk about this South American ayahuasca thing, well, they took really sort of the active ingredient and gave it to people intravenously. And... You get to hear in the movie them described just blasting right out the top of their head and went over here, did this, did that. Um, And uh, just to let our guests know, there's lots of kudos in the chat room and thank yous for you being here. And I'll say thank you again. And uh, we'll see everybody Thursday for Mitch Schultz. Um, Until then. Stay connected. Night, everybody. Thank you. 
Join Rick and Jean again next time. Until then, visit their website at everydayconnection.me and be sure to like their Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Worried you might miss an episode? Don't worry. Subscribe. Find us on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question, how do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.